0: This is just a two ounce shot of liquid gold and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com.
1: It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles.
0: Hey, everyone. Happy Thursday.
1: Happy Thursday and happy Veterans Day.
0: Oh, yeah. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you for everyone. For all your service. We have so many friends surrounding us in our lives, especially Family, now.
1: friends, neighbors.
0: Yeah, that all served. And like knowing what I know now, I can't imagine what it was like to give up everything that they knew to go off into the military and be gone for so long. Selfless. And And do everything that they did. Yeah. Speaking of veterans, we had our very good friend, Morgan Luttrell, who is a congressional candidate for the 8th District in Texas. Whoop, whoop. Going for Kevin Brady's spot. District 8. We had a, a meet and greet for a campaign meet and greet last night at our house.
1: Yeah, it was a two in one. We just moved into our neighborhood about a year ago and we sent out the invites to just our particular neighborhood. And, you know, we were hoping that a lot of the community came out just to get to know them as neighbors and then to, you know, introduce Morgan and get their support and. Kind of get to know where everything's going.
0: I thought it was great. We had 40 people. We have a big patio on the side of our house, and it's perfect for having a dinner party like this. So we had four different tables out there and lots of chairs, and I made a big old pot of chili. Chili was And that chili is called, the recipe is called Best Damn Chili, and it's on allrecipes.com, and it is so good.
1: I thought you made that chili up. You got that off a of recipe? You—it's called the best damn chili.
0: Yeah, it's called best damn chili, and it really is the best damn chili. It was really good, and that may be why I'm ridiculously full today because it was so good. I mean, you're—I'm ch- chopping up onions, bell peppers, serrano peppers, don't like deer meat. Yeah, we did fifty percent deer meat, fifty percent beef, so it was really good.
1: Oh, and um, FYI, people, it's sad to say, but there's a Frito shortage out there. We went to go try and find Fritos and I know the the shipments are just not coming in and we couldn't find Fritos. What did I
0: tell you? I've said you gotta start prepping. you gotta start putting the money you start putting money aside. you gotta start food putting food aside start and I' Fritos. It, I'm telling you it, it was apparent yesterday we go into the stores and there's no Fritos'. We went to five different stores. Nobody's got Fritos'. It's the sign you need to get some toilet paper and you need to save your Fritos.
1: You know what we end up doing so there was those 18 packs of the varieties. Yes. in those varieties, some of them have the Fritos in there.
0: Yes, I know. And so. so we
1: bought like six 18 packs of chips and just pulled all the Fritos out. So we got plenty of chips at the house.
0: So yeah, n- thanks a lot. Now we have <laughs> chips at our house. Which you are, got your Fritos, though. Which are totally my weakness. So... You're welcome. Yeah, but anyway, you know what? It was so much fun just having people over from the neighborhood, come to our house, have some dinner. There's something so nice about nurturing people with food and opening up your home and meeting people. And it was it was really awesome to meet these neighbors. And you know, they're like, "Oh, we live three houses down." It's like, "Wow, awesome! I'll be over next week for a few eggs." (laughs) No, um, need to bar some sugar. It was no. We just did an episode. You know what? I just listened, the episode was released on sugar a few weeks ago. And
1: that's why I said that. I uh, Yeah. So, on no, so we're not,
0: not going to be bar sugar. milk, <laughs> <No. laughs> Eggs. But I loved meeting people and it was really cool just to just see who your neighbor is. But on a larger note, I think it was really cool to be able to host an event for our friend, Morgan Luttrell. And, you know, wherever you are, if you're in our area, if you're in really anywhere in the US, look and find out who is running for Congress within your area. Find out who they are, contact their campaign manager or their campaign secretary. And you could even send them a message on social media. You know, Usually the candidate's going to have somebody who's helping them with their social media account. So you can send them a message and say, hey, I want to host a meet and greet at my house for you and invite some of my neighbors. All you need is 25 people to show up and really actually doesn't even have to be
1: that i was impressed at how personal everything was i mean you know morgan came in and he was approachable people came up and and spoke to him and and it's just it's that grassroots old school way of communicating sharing your ideology of what you want to represent in your district and you go up there and you stand by your word and you do what you say you're going to do and you have the people around you supporting you as their voice And I never understood it to be that way until we started to experience it. And uh, it's been awesome. So it doesn't matter what side of the card you vote on. You need to get involved and be a part of it in whatever way you can, because your voice matters.
0: It does matter. And I just think that it's as a female that likes to cook and, you know, it's natural for a female to want to be nurturing for people to come. It was really cool to be able to have the opportunity to create a space where people could come and feel welcomed and then be able to ask difficult questions because these candidates, they need to be asked straight, blunt Questions because that's what we all want to know. We all, all these things pass or don't pass or whatever. And we want to know who we're going to call when we see a bill come across that, oh, maybe we don't like that bill. Maybe that's not good for us. So who are we going to call? You got to know your office. You got to know their phone numbers. And I mean, I call Greg Abbott's office all the time and you know, you leave a message, they get the memo. So the voice who speaks the loudest is the one who usually wins. You got to so speak. Don't be afraid to have an event at your house. And on another note, because we opened our house up and it felt really comfortable having the event there, it reminded me a few weeks ago, or actually it was a few months ago, it feels like a few weeks ago, at Church Project, they had the speaker come in and the speaker came in. I remember that. Yep. He wrote a book. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but basically the speaker said that him and his wife have always opened their home wherever they lived. So they actually flip houses. So what they would do is they would move into the house that they were remodeling or going to flip. And what they would do is they would open their house up once a month for some sort of like potluck or maybe a themed dinner night, or they'd make a big pot of spaghetti. And then they would invite people from their neighborhood that they didn't even know. And I don't know how they got that message out, but whatever. Maybe they went and knocked horse. I don't know. But they would have people over to build community within their neighborhood. Yep. And I think it's important to do that. And I would love to explore when we want to do that, Trey.
1: Well, considering we just did it last night. I was thinking let's Sunday. Let's rest in that for a minute. I was thinking Sunday. <laughs> well, you know, that's a little aggressive, but <laughs> I think we can plan another one soon and have some fun with it.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So today what we're going to talk about is psychoactive drugs.
1: Before we get into that though, just be aware that if you host a party and you leave your doors open and the lights are on, there's things that are attracted to the lights like moss. And we looked up on our ceiling last night and there was probably about 150 of them just on the roof. Oh my
0: gosh. There were moss. On the ceiling. In the entryway.
1: And then we shut all the doors. We turn off the lights. We go to bed and I wake up this morning and they're gone. It's like, I know they didn't get out of the house. (laughs) Where are they're, they? They're now like probably in closets eating up our clothes.
0: Ugh, I hope not. Okay. We're going to talk about psychoactive drugs today. Whoa. Yeah. And one of the psychoactive drugs that is legal is caffeine. So did you know that caffeine is a psychoactive
1: drug? I didn't know it was categorized like that. No.
0: Yes. So caffeine is obviously a natural substance and basically it is produced in the plants and it's actually produced as a, basically an insecticide. So caffeine occurs in nature. It's a natural insecticide and it helps plants just the insecticide or the insect eats it and then it dies. So it's a deterrent for them. <laughs> but it also gives some insects like bees enhancement of energy and also their memory. Is so that where you get
1: busy bees from?
0: Yes. So with caffeine, you have some good parts to it for the bees. But there are some issues with caffeine. And, and I mm-hmm. wanted to explain something or share a story with you. I want to say it was about 2012. My best friend got married, Brittany. She got married. And at her wedding, there was a female that I met, another woman. I can't remember her name, but she shared something amazing with me. She said that six months ago, she had quit caffeine and it completely changed her life. And I thought about it for a little bit. And I had been drinking AdvoCare Spark at that time. And I had been drinking AdvoCare Spark for nine years. And
1: I was crack, man. I called it crack. It
0: was 100% crack.
1: <laughs> and
0: she said, if you quit caffeine for a while, I promise you'll have more energy. And so I decided that I wanted to try it. And I was, you know, super into my health at the time. And I was I went ahead and I decided to break off the caffeine.
1: What do you mean at that time?
0: Well, I still am, but I still, I have caffeine now. <laughs> I don't like, I'm not, I mean, I'm totally into my health, but I've decided like, okay, a little bit of caffeine is just fine. I was doing like no caffeine. It was a very good reset for my body to quit the caffeine, especially that caffeine.
1: Well, it took you three weeks to detox. It off took of me it.
0: a full month So here's what I had. So caffeine in this AdvoCare Spark was very different than drinking caffeine from or coffee. And I'm going to explain why in just a little bit. But what I started doing was I first started with half a cup of spark. So instead of drinking a full spark, I went to half a cup of spark.
1: So you tapered off of it.
0: I tapered off. I weaned off rather than going cold turkey, because if you go cold turkey, depending on your body, you could have some major effects. Well, I still had some major effects. I had some major withdrawals. And The first week I got really, really bad migraines and then my neck locked up so hard that I had to go to the chiropractor. I mean, it was, I couldn't even move my neck, which was very odd. I remember that. But then I'd stabilize by the end of the week, come Monday again, I would wean off again. So I took the half of spark and then half to that. So now I was drinking a quarter of a spark. I did that each week. For a whole month until I had basically a medicine cup size.
1: <laughs> and you're just like, this is the last of it.
0: This is the last, like literally <laughs> like a were... medicine cup size of spark. Having a
1: ceremony that it was going away.
0: Well, every single time that I lowered my dose and weaned down, I had the same migraines and then I had my same neck pain. It was
1: like a dull headache though, because I did the same thing. It was like a dull headache for me and it was a very like intense, it wasn't cramp, it was just tight.
0: But what is that? Why were our joints so cramped up and the muscles so cramped up? That's what concerned me. And at that time, I called AdvoCare and I said, what kind of caffeine is this? I
1: mean... (laughs) is it it's cocaine
0: <laughs> what what is this and they could not name the caffeine source they could not tell me i put in a call to the products and development department i had customer service i had the manager nobody could tell me the source of the caffeine and so that was a huge red flag to me that i never ever want to drink AdvoCare Spark again. And I'm sorry for, you know, defaming the company, but I mean, this is my experience and this is what my story is. And it was very, it was very challenging. And I had to go to the chiropractor, I think four times that month just to release my neck because it was locked up. So here's some issues. So did with- you ever find out? No, I know. Ne- yeah. I still never found out, but I have an idea.
1: All right.
0: Okay. Here's some of the problems with caffeine. When you have too much caffeine, you could have some issues, but it also depends on your body type. So some people are very slow at metabolizing their caffeine and some people are very fast at metabolizing their caffeine. Plus the source of their caffeine also matters, which again, I'll explain a little bit. But for many of us, caffeine is a diuretic, so it can contribute to dehydration. So when you have dehydration, then that also has a whole slew of effects. The other thing is addiction. Obviously, I was addicted. My body was addicted, and I went through withdrawal symptoms. Now, apparently, if you have no more than two hundred milligrams of caffeine per day, then you won't have as many addiction uh, or as many withdrawal symptoms.
1: Eight ounce cup of coffee.
0: So you're ahead of me. I'll tell you that in a second. So withdrawal symptoms can last two to nine days. Headaches, anxiety, depression, cravings—these are things that can occur when you. Oh yeah, totally mood swings when you wean off. Also, sleep. Sleep can be affected by caffeine use, but it again. It changes from person to person because if you're a fast or a slow metabolizer, then some people, they say, oh yeah, I can drink a cup of coffee, you know, five o'clock and I'm perfectly fine. But for others, it takes anywhere from 30 minutes to up to two hours for your body to metabolize the coffee or excuse me, to metabolize the caffeine. Well, the caffeine then lasts in your system for about six hours because that's how long the half-life is. Well, if you drank coffee at like six o'clock at night, then at midnight, it's still in your system. Well, you may think, oh, I'm just fine. I fall asleep just fine. But you're still waking up throughout the night. You're in an unconscious wake up, if that makes sense. You're tossing, you're turning. It's what's going on in your brain, how your body is going through the different sleep cycles. So you may think, oh, I slept through the night, but the quality of sleep that you're getting is not
1: getting into the deep REM.
0: Yeah. Alcohol does the same thing. It affects your sleep. It affects your REM cycle. So as little as 20 milligrams, maybe all that someone, and I, I use this word loosely needs in order to get you know, the health effects, because there are really great benefits to caffeine as well. But you really don't want to have more than, say, four to five hundred milligrams a day, (laughs) according to the FDA, which I totally disagree with. I think four hundred milligrams, four hundred milligrams, according to Europe, but five hundred milligrams, according to our FDA, which to me, I was so surprised to see that number. It's insane. But most people are even they're close to that end. Because if you're thinking about how much are in a Coke like and
1: cracked out every day have midday crashes, kick it up again,
0: a 100%. So the biggest thing that I noticed when I quit the caffeine was that I had well, the biggest thing that I noticed was that I wouldn't have that huge afternoon crash to where I felt that I needed to have caffeine in order to s- supplement for the rest of the day. Makes I, sense? I felt like I would literally would not survive
1: I think it's more of a habitual, just habit for me. I wake up and have a single black cup of coffee, eight ounces, and it's just my routine. But I don't. I could go back to sleep after I have it. It it doesn't wake me up. It doesn't change anything about the way I feel.
0: You've never been a huge, huge. Just more of a habitual thing. You have been a caffeine user, but that was more in your college days when you were working.
1: Oh man! Like I said, when we were talking about sugar, Mm -hmm. I used to have the six cups of sugar with the yeah. That was more for the sugar and the cream. Yeah. Coffee was just in it.
0: Yeah. Well, but I
1: got on the spark too. I was on that. I was cracked out with you for a good five, six years.
0: Mm-hmm. So caffeine, people think that caffeine is actually providing you with energy. There's no calories in caffeine. It's not providing you energy. It's actually what it's doing in your body is it's actually stimulating certain portions of your autonomic nervous system. Over time... Things get worn out. If you're constantly having this stimuli over and over and too much, your body craps out after a while. The other thing is that it blocks the action of adenosine and basically adenosine is kind of like more of a relaxer type of neurotransmitter is a neurotransmitter or a hormone. I can't remember, but basically it prevents drowsiness. So the caffeine prevents you to have any sort of drowsiness. So it's doing that, but it's also a stimulant as well. Remember it's a psychoactive drug, so it's actually affecting your brain. So over time you start to have, if you're doing it too much, your body becomes addicted to it and your adrenals start to get a little bit worn out. And then If you're coming to a point where you're waking up in the morning and you feel like absolute crap until you get your caffeine, that is not caffeine helping you out of what you're feeling. It is caffeine providing you with what you need because you're withdrawing from caffeine.
1: It's like the alcoholic that needs a drink because he's got the shakes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. No. It's, it's totally true. If <laughs> you crazy. if you are an alcoholic and you're drinking all day long, you wake up in the morning. You need to have a drink, or you're going to feel you're going to start to feel really bad. Your body is now dependent upon it. Hmm. So with caffeine, your body becomes dependent upon it, and now you're in this cycle that you can't get out of. And until you you should wake up and feel amazing and where you could technically function without the caffeine, but you just don't want to. I mean, you just there's nothing wrong with a little bit of coffee in the morning or tea or whatever it is.
1: So what is it like the grande, the ventes, those big huge things with all the sugar and the mochas and the caramels and
0: well, there's a huge, there's a lot of issues with that. I mean, if you're going to these uh designer coffee places Not only are you getting the caffeine from the coffee, but what pesticides are they growing with those coffee beans? That's my question. One, you're basically having liquid pesticides along with caffeine in a cup and you're having sugar. If you're having it with the low sugar kind, then you're basically getting synthetic sugars. And then on top of that, if you have the dairy, now you're having some dairy sugar so caffeine already
1: just break it down all bad.
0: But I'm giving you the bad and the ugly, but I'm also here to tell you I still drink caffeine. Mm-hmm. I do. I still drink caffeine. What I drink in the morning is 50 milligrams of caffeine and it comes from yerba mate tea. So it's you know it's just it's different the way that that metabolizes in my body versus coffee. Coffee doesn't do well in my body. So I want to show you some different types of caffeine. And by the way, caffeine leaches calcium from your bones and from your muscles. It's a buffer. Calcium is a... So,
1: it's a diuretic, so it's pulling?
0: Well, no, that would be fluids. But I'm hmm. talking about...
1: Actual calcium.
0: Calcium that is a is a high pH level. So, it, it's alkaline. Caffeine is more on the acidic side so it has to buffer that this acidity going on in your body so you're constantly throwing your ph off what coffee if you get up and drink
1: six ounces of water before your six ounces of coffee
0: yeah, that would be wonderful if you could wake up in the morning and drink a cup of hot water with lemon you're doing your lungs an amazing favor you're doing your digestive system liver. the liver all of it you're doing amazing things for it's your body like
1: grease the wheel before it goes
0: Right. 100%. So, all right. Where is caffeine found? So caffeine is found in the seeds of plants, fruits, nuts, leaves, Africa, Asia, South America, lots of places where you can find a caffeine. I'm going to tell you some different types of caffeine, and I'm going to give you a percentage. This is the percentage of caffeine per milligram of that type of caffeine. Okay. So the percentage of caffeine per milligram. I told you Avacare Spark had caffeine in there that they were not able to identify. I wanted to know, well, where's it coming from? From a lab. Is it coming from mate tea? Is it coming from uh, coffee? What's it coming from? Well, it's synthetic. I found out it is. It's a synthetic type of caffeine. There's uh, multiple types of synthetic caffeines, but I'm going to name three. One would be caffeine anhydrose. This is 98.5% caffeine per milligram. Okay. If you were to compare a cup of spark to a cup of coffee, I have heard anywhere from 20 to 30 cups, like is what it's equivalent to. So having one whole spark is equivalent to having like 20 or 30 cups of coffee. If I'm wrong on that, Please correct me, but that is what I vaguely remember in a conversation. I should have looked that up before this podcast, but I'm trying to pull that from my memory. That was back in 2005 when I remember hearing that. And I didn't believe her. I was like, whatever, you health nut.
1: Seriously. It's like, I just want my spark.
0: I was like, no, my spark is good because it has vitamins. Well, okay. It's like it, that,
1: that drink we used to have when we were kids called Jolt. Jolt. Did you ever hear that? I you remember, remember that. Jolt it had a little lightning bolt on it. It's like 60 grams of sugar. It was awesome.
0: Sugar and caffeine. Okay, so 98.5% in the caffeine and hydros. Then you have caffeine citrate, which is 45 to 55% caffeine per milligram. Then you have di-caffeine malate, which is 65 to 70% caffeine. All right, so when you're drinking a product, what type of caffeine is it? because you've got to compare apples to apples. So they're going to tell you how many milligrams of caffeine are in one, but how much of that percentage is actual caffeine. So it's going to be higher in your synthetic sources. Then you have botanicals. Botanicals are anywhere from, get this, 4.8 to 9.3% caffeine. This is your green tea. This is your black tea. This is your chai tea, your oolong, Camilla extract. So these are all the tea, basically the tea families, um, botanicals. 4.8 to 9.3%. Coming off to caffeine.
1: 985 it's a little different.
0: It's a huge difference. Now you know, okay, why why does this say it has 50 milligrams of caffeine and then this one has 50 milligrams of caffeine, but this one makes me feel like a crackhead and this one doesn't. You know, now you kind of know that the caffeine source matters. Then you have guarana seed which is guarana, which comes from the seed or the fruit. That's 7.6%. A lot of supplements use that. I think Plexus uses that in, in theirs. I can't remember. Coffee extract. So, this would be the bean, the fruit. This is 3.2%. So, coffee, it depends on how you brew it. So, if you have a drip coffee, you're going to get 60 to 180 milligrams of caffeine per six ounces. Okay. That's a drip coffee.
1: We don't have a drip coffee.
0: We do not have a drip coffee.
1: You've got the Keurig.
0: Then you have espresso coffee, which is seventy to eighty milligrams per one and a half ounce.
1: That stuff will light you up, man. And it's like ounce and a half.
0: Then you have decaf coffee, which is two to five milligrams per. What's, what's
1: the point of decaf?
0: Well, two to five milligrams. It's two I just, to five I, milligrams. I never understood the point of decaf unless you like
1: the taste of coffee. Why are you drinking decaf?
0: Well, sometimes I do have decaf, even though I know that it's really more processed. And there's a lot of argument around it, but sometimes I will, because I cannot drink a few sips of coffee before I start jittering. So
1: whether it's decaf or whether it's leaded or unleaded, I mean, it still does like, cause you know how you, after dinner, right? You, you have a coffee and your meal is full and it just kind of helps digest everything. That's
0: sometimes why I like is to that drink
1: decaf it. or regular?
0: I mean, well, people do coffee enemas. You know about coffee enemas?
1: I really don't want to know about a coffee enema. But. So
0: basically, uh, cancer patients <laughs> use coffee enemas. Light non-cancer? In the well, hill. yeah, you've never seriously—you've never heard of coffee. I enema mean, enemas. I mean, I
1: know what an enema is, but what's the point of it's liquid? Why would you? Never mind.
0: Okay, when you are um, squirting on coffee up your rear end, organic coffee—you don't want it hot. <laughs> that would be, that would be <laughs> <laughs> when you're squirting coffee up your rear end because you're doing oh, an enema, baby. it's actually stimulating the colon and it's helping to release and detox. There's actually incredible benefits.
1: Thank you for sharing.
0: You're welcome. Do you want to try that?
1: No, I'm good. Thank oh, I'm going
0: to I'm gonna order us an enema kit.
1: Well, us is Bend really over, strong baby. word there, but um, lay on
0: your side. I got the vision right now. Us, a towel on the uh, bed, laying on your are side. You, this
1: is out. You're saying this out loud. I am real? saying this
0: out loud. I'm what? totally visualizing an enema. Giving me
1: a coffee enema.
0: I've never had to give you, you an enema. You've never helped me visions? before.
1: <laughs> I'm get, Never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is going way Where too far. Where in the heck are we
1: going here? This is going way we're, too far. We're, we're Luke, down a dark hole, literally.
0: Least, you know, when you're married to someone, at some point, somebody is going to have to give each other an enema.
1: I've given you enemas.
0: He has. It's on like,
1: vacation, too.
0: Well, there was that one time, you know, sometimes you go on <laughs> vacations and you get a little uptight, a little tense, uh, eating things. And, you uh-huh. know, remember we were walking in Galveston. I could hardly walk. That was crazy. Yeah, I don't it. have those issues anymore because, you know. I know what to take for my good guy. for
1: you. Can okay, we get you back know what we're just going to keep on going. All
0: right, so caffeine. <laughs> so you also have. So that was the coffee. All right, you have different levels of caffeine depending on how you brew your coffee. So then there's the cola, like Coca Cola. Okay. Okay, Coca Cola. That's two point five percent. That comes from the seed, and then mate, which is yerba mate, and that is two percent caffeine. From when the they say East. caramel
1: mateado. Is that the same thing? No. Are you joking? No.
0: Is that caramel macchiato? Whatever. It's caramel macchiato.
1: Oh shit, that's bad.
0: <laughs> okay, mate <laughs> would be like yerba mate tea, matcha tea. That's green tea. Matcha tea is green tea. There's a huge difference with green matcha tea. The way that it affects your system. It doesn't stimulate you to have the jittery effects. So if you want to have some good sources of caffeine, matcha tea is really, really good. Just the regular tea, yerba mate tea works really great. It's going to help you without having the strong jitters like coffee does because not everybody can even handle doing a coffee, but there's some pretty good benefits of doing those other things. Okay. So do you have any questions, Trey?
1: No, thank you for sharing
0: if you're supposed to have some questions.
1: Dun, I'm dun, not doing dun. a coffee enema.
0: I really want to do a coffee enema. I've always wanted to do
1: one. Well, good for you.
0: <laughs> so, all right. When I weaned off the coffee and I switched, so what I drink is I get it from Amazon and it's called Vega Pre workout electrolyte enhancer. And I get the acai berry. So, it's actually Vega electrolyte. No, it's Vega pre-workout energizer. That's what it is. Vega mm-hmm. pre-workout energizer.
1: And then you have the second and one. And then I
0: get the acai berry. And then I get the electrolyte mix from Vega. And that's pomegranate. Hmm. I do half a scoop of each in a cup. That gives me 50 milligrams of caffeine that comes from yerba mate tea. There's also other things in there to help replenish the adrenals so that I don't get the adrenal fatigue. That is what I drank from I weaned off Spark. I was off it for a month and then I was like, okay, I miss having caffeine. I'm doing better, but I still want some sort of caffeine. You, so that's you played what I Now
1: you played around with a couple before that.
0: I've done Arbon fizz sticks and yeah, I do get the like fizz those. And I believe that that's green tea, green coffee bean extract. I think that's their source. So it's good to know your sources. That's all. That's pretty much what I wanted to share with you. Is if you are in a state where you feel that you're dependent on coffee or caffeine in general, especially the monster drinks, the Red Bulls, even if Uh, they're sugar-free, bad for you. Even if they're sugar-free, they have so many chemicals in them. You're killing your body. And I'm sorry, but. You're, if you're People drink- are
1: addicted to them, though. They're I know. literally addicted to them.
0: It, yes, and that is what they want. They're actually banned in other countries because they're <laughs> so terrible for you. Of but when you're are. drinking the artificial flavors and the artificial sweeteners, your brain doesn't know the difference. It still thinks that you're having sugar. There are certain sugars that don't do that. They're sweeteners, I should say, like stevia or monk fruit sugar, erythritol. Those things actually don't. Make your brain think that you're having something sweet and they're not bad at all. But none of those drinks are going to use any of those. So if you're having the Red Bull, if you're having the monster drinks, if you weaned off of those, it would take some time. But, you know, make a plan to do it. And I promise you, you are going to sleep better. You're going to actually I'm have more energy. energy. Yep. You're going to be in a better mood. Your teeth will be better, especially with if you're drinking the sugar ones your teeth are going to be better. Your breath will be better. You won't have as many sugar cravings. Your digestion will be better. It's going to, you know, caffeine being a stimulant, it does stimulate you to, you know, do your morning duty, but I said duty. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to stimulate that, but you might have some time where, you know, things like slow down a bit, but if you drink the warm water and the lemon, that should help. So that's, Yeah, the
1: only thing negative by stopping is you're um, preventing the drug dealer from getting its money.
0: Well, you know what? Caffeine is still something that is is—it's not regulated. It's the only psychoactive drug that's not regulated. And it used to be regulated in the Olympics. They weren't allowed to have a certain amount in their body before the Olympics. But now all that's gone away because caffeine is in so much stuff and everybody metabolizes it differently. So, but it can be fatal, but most people would have their heart. Like they would be literally be having a heart attack.
1: It's like, what happened to Bob? Eh, caffeine overdose.
0: Yeah. He drank too many cups of coffee, but think about kids. I mean, there's a lot of kids that they're already drinking Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's, it goes back to the diabetes thing we talked about in our sugar episode. We don't know the effects of somebody having diabetes when they're kids, we don't know what's going to happen to them because diabetes didn't start popping up until the baby boomer age, and they were already in their fifties and sixties. So we don't know the long term effect of somebody. What's going to happen to them when they're in fifty and sixty? When they're getting it at five years old, ten years old? So what's going to happen with these kids who are drinking these Red Bulls and Monsters at that young of age? What are they going to be like when they're in their forties? Yeah. What are they going to be like in their sixties? It's pretty much a mess
1: scary. Just
0: trust the FDA and you'll be good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just
1: people like you that, uh, you know, try and break it down and give people informed decisions.
0: Informed decisions. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're watching on YouTube at some point, we're going to get these on YouTube. But thanks <laughs> y'all so much. Uh,
1: again, I'd like to thank all the veterans out there for your service. It allows us to do what we do here and have the freedoms and liberties we we all share together. So thanks again and happy Thursday.
0: Happy Veterans Day.
1: Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly.
0: What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really